the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon. I'm along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. We also have a special guest, Lynette. She'll be joining us tonight. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women gain control of their lives again. Folks, it's a great night to have you. I'm so thankful that you're here to listen to our show. Tonight's uh, topic will be God Provides. And like I said earlier, um, earlier, we have Lynette on the show. And Lynette, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great. Uh, Blaine, Ed, you guys ready for the tonight? Sure. I'm ready. Yeah. All righty. Well, I'm going to go ahead and we'll open up this uh, show. I'm going to be reading out of uh, Luke 12, verses 22 to 24. And since we're talking about God provides, this will be very appropriate with that. And, okay, it's in Luke 12, verse 22. Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, This is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. 23 says, For life is more than food, and your body is more than clothing. And in last one, 24 says, Look at the ravens. Don't, they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. You know, um, guys, I always have to remember that God always provides. And if we don't, if we're not careful, we'll start taking control in our hands and, and limit God what he can do for us. Right. You know, so um, I had a good little saying that I wanted to say to you guys. I wrote down, it says, God wants to provide what we really need, whether it involves simple supplying needs for life, like um, food, and shelter, our granting forgiveness of sins and salvation through jesus christ so you know um these are little things that i know i know psalms 23 1 through 5 also another way of god providing for us you know um as a pat as a shepherd you know toward us and lynette i'm i'm going to go ahead and transfer to you um would you tell us a little bit about yourself sure Um, My name is Lynette. (laughs) Um, I was, I found myself homeless, me and my son, um, I would like to say over a year ago now. Um, Since that time, God has made so many transitions in my life. He's opened so many doors. Um, He's just had his hand working miracles each and every day right before my eyes. 
And um, I wanted to, I'm so glad that we chose this subject that God provides because um, I'm, just like this um, broadcast wants to display restoring hope for homeless people, they need to know that God will provide, that you have to have the patience and you have to trust him. And it's hard to trust something that you can't see. And it's hard to um, <clears throat> have hope when everything in front of you is hopeless. Absolutely. And, you know, I know that we met you from being out there, being homeless. And um, and I'm so glad to have you on the show because we want uh, the audience out there to understand what it's like to be homeless and what it's um, – a lot of us don't never know, and we never been to that situation. So, well, it's it's very scary. Oh, I'm sure it's it's terrifying. Um, being homeless, you don't know from day to day, yet alone minute to minute, what your life is going to be. And also, um, being a single mother is extra scary because you have another person that you have to um, provide for, and um, without faith, without God, without hope, without prayer. Um, I just do not know how I would have made it. Um, it, Each and every day was a battle. Each and every minute was a struggle. Each and every thought was just terrifying. I know that you wrote uh, um, some stuff down that you wrote that you wanted to share with the audience. And that's and that's the thing about it, you know, being homeless. It's not only that you had to provide for yourself, you had to provide for your child. Absolutely. And so that makes it twice as hard, like you were saying. Um, do you want to share what you have? And you folks, what we're talking about tonight was about God provides. And last week, we have you seen the presence of God. So it all kind of goes, it all goes together here, folks. So... Lynette, I, I want to share what you wrote down because I, I, it really struck me by heart. So can would that be okay if you say that? Sure, no. I would love to. All right. When we worry, we're doubting God. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In this verse, John, hmm. God says all your needs, not some not just the ones that he wants to, but all. So Amen. why should we worry if we believe in his word? Amen. God sacrificed his son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation so we can rest our worried hearts knowing that he gave so much to save our souls. What God wants from us is to love, trust, and obey him. He wants our focus to stay on him and not things of this world. When my son and I were homeless, there was so much to worry about, food, shelter, safety, etc. But my mind stayed focused on God and his promises. One promise that I meditated on was from the book of Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And he did just that in my life. If we allow worry to set in our minds, then we feel that we have to take the matter into our own hands. But this battle doesn't belong to you. 
it belongs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, but in all ways submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Mm. Another verse is Psalms 55 through 22. Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Just like a tree that's planted by the water, we shall not be moved by circumstances, stress, disappointments, health, money, etc. You may not be able to see past your circumstances, but all you need to know is that God is working behind the scenes and everything is working according to his perfect will. Just wait on God and watch him provide. Amen. 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 That's, I was, it lead me right up to my question I was going to ask you. And it says, can you tell us how you became homeless? I became homeless, uh, not by choice, but um, it was definitely a decision that I had to make. I was in a very toxic and violent relationship, and I didn't want my son to go through that. I didn't think that was fair for him to see um, domestic violence being displayed and um, just all of the ups and downs emotionally that I was going through. Um, I didn't think that was fair for him. So I left the relationship without a job, um, just with the clothes that I had on my back. And um, I didn't have any money. I didn't have anything. All I had was hope. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I asked that question because we hear a lot of people say they want to be homeless because of drugs or alcohol. Not all that's all true. We know from your situation that you had um, a deep domestic violence and you had no choice but to leave that situation. Absolutely. I think um, it was all the works in the hands of God because if I didn't make that decision at that time, a breaking point, then I would have continued to uh, stay in that relationship and keep making excuses as to why it was good to be there. Blaine, do you have a question for her? Well, you know, I, I'm, I've, <clears throat> I'm sitting here with uh, just a little teary-eyed, but um, just really meeting Lynette, um, hearing your testimony, um, some of the words that, that just ring, and it, it, it's, it's almost in every one of your sentences, and um, that's hope. Lynette, you're just... Uh, you're ripping me up a little bit here, and uh, you're a testimony to our audience that as a ministry, yeah, we get to feed the homeless. Yeah, we get to provide clothes through those that provide those to us. But what we're there for, folks, is we're there to tell and teach the Lord Jesus Christ. We're there to share the word. We're there to share the loving Father that's in heaven to those that are maybe a little bit down on their luck that had to make a really bad or a good decision for you in your state point. And it, it just reminded me, Lynette, you, you remind me that that's what we're here for, is we need to offer hope. And it's not necessarily on our own understanding, Lynette. You just nailed so many scriptures. The scripture I was going to share tonight was Philippians 4.19, but you already covered that base. 
Um, the, the scriptures that you just read, I know audience, brothers and sisters in Christ, if you're listening to this radio show, you've got some situations. Um, you definitely want to seek our Father in heaven, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You want to check his word. You want to give. They said there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel, isn't there, brothers Amen. and sister? We, we, we want help, but for those that are listening to this show, we know that God is our helper. God is our provider. And Lynette, your testimony, I just want to I just want to agree with that what we have is and what we get to offer folks and there's um it's just hope. It, hope is everything. And as I was sitting and listening to your story, Lynette, it's like you had the respond you had a heavy laden. You had the responsibility not only for yourself being homeless, but having your son with you, not only to provide, but you had to protect him out there. And we hear some stories out there. Oh, and, yeah. and I can't wait to hear more of your story, to be honest with you. I, I can't wait to hear the stories of just angels placing their wings around you. It sounds like you had faith then, and he's increasing your faith every single day. And uh, I think you're increasing the faith of our audience today. So I just wanted to add to that. Thank you so much. You, 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 that's, that's the thing with you out there. That's the thing I wanted to uh, portray to the audience. Can you describe what it's like to be out there so that the audience can understand what it's like? Because there's, like I said, I'd never been homeless um, a couple of times. I thought I might have been, but I have not. So can you describe what it was like for you and your child out there? Being homeless is like being in a dark room. With no flashlight. Take your time. You can't see. Uh You don't know what's going to happen. I remember sleeping by parks in my truck, and I wake up, and people would be walking by. And I, I just, it just sent chills up my spine because I was so worried about protecting my son nights there were nights that i didn't sleep oh my and um you know i when a child goes from like i said what i thought was normal you have a, a home you have tvs you have all the materialistic things that you want and he's comfortable there and to be displaced from that to ask why are we now sleeping in the car when will we go back home you know i know you're getting very emotional i see how hard it was out there for you folks um it's very difficult even at this time lynette it's still hard for you to um, go through this i can see yes it is it's it's um it's touching because you know if you know like I know, I know it's no one but God. Blake, you're right. His angels always protected us. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to ask you, did you um, really know God at that time, or did, he, or did it come by him showing you that he had you in his arms the whole time? If that's the right words, if I can say that. I, I would like to say um, that I've always known God. I was introduced to God when I was a child. I sung in church, and that's how I felt 
the closest to God. It was just like I never could figure out the right words, but it always came out so clearly through a song. But as, John, as I was homeless, that bond grew stronger mm-hmm. because I had to surrender everything in me for God to do his work in my life. I had to trust when it just seemed like there was nothing there. What are you trusting? There's nothing here. What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? You know, it was it was a very hard situation. And um, I just thank God for giving me the ability to have the wisdom to understand and have the patience to wait on him and not do anything crazy just to put food in our mouths for that day or gas in the truck or uh, anything that would have been out of character for me. Mm-hmm. I thank God that he kept me. He kept me strong, and he kept me most of all close to him. And I prayed every day that, God, you please grow closer to me as I grow closer to you. You know, Lynette, I was going to just ask, because tonight's topic is how God provides. And I want you to, um, if I could, I would like you to illustrate and tell everybody how God provided for you and what you're doing now and what Mm -hmm. he took you from in that, because this is a true testimony, if I ever heard one before. When you, Mm -hmm. you know, and if I wasn't around you or get to um, see you through this, Sometimes I'd have a hard time believing it, but, and then guys, I'll let you take over with your questions. As you're, so okay. would you, would you, would you let the audience know that? Cause I, I, I think it's, I, I love the way God uh, provided. So would you tell them? I, um, I didn't have a job. Um, the church that I went to created a position for me. After that, I was moved in (laughs) to my fully furnished apartment with the church. I didn't have to pay for one bit of furniture. Praise God. God blessed me with brand new furniture, everything, down to pillowcases. Mm. Food on my table. I still have my vehicle. Um, God has put an increase in my life as far as my workability and being able to provide for my son. You know, I went from nothing to where he wanted me to be within a year's time. And it's funny because you never see it. You never see when God moves. But when you look back over your life, mm-hmm. that's when you realize, wow, how amazing God is and how he can just change things right before your eyes. And it's just like day and night. You know, folks, I, Ed, I was going to let them know, too. You are now on a worship team at the church. I'm on the worship team. Hallelujah. And praise God on that. I'm sorry, Ed, go right ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, no, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I was, I, I was going to say that uh, you talk about looking back and see things. It's one of those few times when hindsight is an encouragement. 
is when you look back and you see God has carried you through all that. Well, I got the well, I got the mic. Can I do my scripture? Absolutely. Okay. I, I was sitting here listening, and I thought, boy, this fits right in. It says, uh, this comes out of Genesis chapter 28, verses 20 and 21. It says, then Jacob made this vow. If God will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey, and that's where you've been, is on a journey. And if he will provide me with food and clothing, and if I return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will certainly be my God. And that kind of describes what you just uh, gave us, is that the, uh, you've been on a journey and God has provided for you, and uh, and He ha- you have returned. Uh, you've returned from the street to a productive life and... Uh, and I know you were thrilled to death when you got that apartment. Uh, so, you know, I've been able to watch your growth as you as God's worked with you. And uh, God provides, uh, and he's provided for you, and he's still providing. And I, I just think that's a great testimony. You know, we see so many people on the street that have, they didn't have Jesus before they went on the street. And uh, so they they have no hope. Because our hope is always in Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've had more people, just not this last week and weekend before last, we had two brothers came to Christ. Amen. Actually, so there was a third one, too. We had three that day. We had three that day. Three that day yes, that all did. came to Christ. And they come to Christ because they see see us out there, and we try to display who God, who Jesus is. And... Uh, those two brothers, uh, they were back again this weekend. And they received Bibles. Uh, yeah, they, they sure did. did. We gave them Bibles. So, so, you know, we become, we begin to see this as, as uh, bearers of hope to people on the street. That's right. Yes. Uh, God, I, I, I don't want to say you were fortunate, but you were fortunate you had God before, so you knew where to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So many people out there, they're just lost. They're just lost. And that's what we try to do is, is give them hope, help them to to begin to put their trust in Jesus, and promises of God are he'll provide. Amen on that. Amen. Um, I, I'm emotionally um, touched. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to control my emotions, and the same token, trying to give you some um, questions here. Um, I, I, think, kn- I think she's hit us all that oh, way. Oh, well, yeah. You know, you just, I don't know how it doesn't touch your heart. It, it touches mine. Lynette, um, is there anything that you would want to tell the audience out there? Um, I know all glory goes to God. I know that. Um, but is there anything for hope? Someone's out there is having a hard time. Is there anything that you can share with them? I want to tell you out there who's listening, because I honestly feel like this this message and this broadcast will touch someone today. Many lives, I hope. But I want you to know to never give up. Amen. God sees you. He knows everything about you. He knew you when you were in your mother's womb. He knew every decision that you would make in your life. Don't think that everything that you've done has went in vain. Don't think that um, the decisions that you've made, the, the life choices that you've made, that God has turned his eyes to you. He is here. He's waiting on you. Pray to him. Reach out to him. Surrender to him. And he will see you through. It's never too late. He doesn't he did not give his only begotten son 
to save your soul just to judge you by things and decisions that you have made in your life. God loves you, and he wants you more than anything to uh, seek his kingdom. Amen. You know, I love a humble heart. You have such a humble and joyful heart. Um, I'm so thankful to have you on today's show with us. We're so blessed to know you and be a part with you at church. I'm so glad that you're doing so well um, from my heart. And, I, you know, guys, it's what a touching show today. Mm-hmm. And, and, yes, and, and she sings. And she, and does. she, sings. she sings really well. <laughs> yeah. We were, were going to get you to sing, but I think we're out of time. We are. We've got to close the show. Um, folks, this is why when we say if you would um, help us out so that we can help them out, you can go to Cornerstone Transitional housing.org if you want to help them you can donate or whatever you want to do or if you want to be a part you can just give us a call at 619-715-6915 i'll give you that number again that'd be 619-715-6915 i also like to give a shout out to um uh, to our sponsors goodwill for them providing clothing thank you kim and Anna, we really appreciate you helping them, the helping the homeless. We also want to say to Javier at Sombreros and his family for providing burritos and that um, food for the homeless too. And we want to give a shout out to um, Skyline Church with Jeremy and Tim over there for them. They're helping us out uh, with the homeless, and we thank them. And also the El Cajon Wesleyan Church. Hey, Steve. Uh, foresight we really appreciate you uh blessing us to help us uh to help the homeless so you know folks um if this touched your heart tonight please reach out and let us know um this is what it's all about to help men and women gain control of their lives and help them off the you know street because folks once you're down out there it's really hard to get off the streets it um there is programs but some programs are different than others so folks um i really appreciate you enjoying the show with us Um, Thank you for being with us, and I want to bless each and every one of you. May God bless every one of you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.